a very good day to you. My name is Apostle Timmy Evans, the Senior Pastor of Grace Grand Christian Center, Accra, Ghana. You have come to the hub of spiritual upliftment, where your spirit and your soul will be lifted with undiluted word of God and spirit-filled worship. Continue to listen to enjoy today's episode. This podcast is proudly brought to you by our anchor partners. You can become a member through these three major channels. Visit at at underscore events on Instagram. Select view shop. Choose between donate or sponsor an episode. Visit at events missions on Facebook. Select shop. Choose between donate or sponsor an episode. Visit at events dot life. Choose donate or sponsor an episode. When you sponsor an episode, we will give you a shout out. And when you also donate, we will also give you a shout out and send our prayers to you. It is very important that we all contribute whatever we can to the spread of the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ. Father, in the name of Jesus, I want to thank you for yet another day that you have brought us into. This is the day that you have made. We will rejoice and be glad in it in the mighty name of Jesus. We bless your holy name. We appreciate you. We honor you. Makato celebrado shentelianda da We bless you. We bless you. We bless you. We appreciate you. We honor you. We give you all the glory. We declare there is no one like you. You are the King of Kings. You are the Lord of Lords. You are the Ancient of Days. Be thou exalted. Be thou exalted in the name of Jesus Christ. We honor you. We appreciate you. We give you glory. We give you honor. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Make this declaration with me this morning. Say, Father Lord, remember me for good and open the book of remembrance for me. Father Lord, remember me for good and open the book of remembrance for me. In the mighty name of Jesus, I cancel and I scatter every demonic activities in my life. I cancel and I scatter every demonic activities in my life in the mighty name of Jesus. By the blood of Jesus Christ, I reverse every damage done to my life from birth. In the name of Jesus, I reverse every damage done to my life from birth in the name of Jesus. By the blood of Jesus, I close every door which the devil enters through to afflict me. Every door the devil passes through to afflict me, I close it in the mighty name of Jesus. This is my prayer, O Lord. I take back every single territory held by the enemies in my life. I take back every single territory held by the enemies in my life in the name of Jesus Christ. I break out and I deliver myself from every evil prison in the name of Jesus. I break out and I deliver myself from every evil prison in the name of Jesus. Every foundational infirmity in my life depart from my life now in the name of Jesus. I will reign as king over my circumstances. In Jesus' mighty name, we are prayed. Please make 
this last prayer with me. Say, my father, you are my helper. Help me. Help me in every situation I find myself. Help me out. Father, help me out. Help me out. Send help to me. I will lift up my eyes onto the hills. From whence cometh my help. My help cometh from the Lord who made the heavens and the earth. Father, help me. Father, help me. Every cycle of lack, every evil pattern and cycle of lack in my life, I begin to break them by the power in the name of Jesus. I begin to break them. I begin to break them. Cycle of lack in my life. I begin to break them in the mighty name of Jesus. I begin to break them. In Jesus' precious name, we have prayed. Amen. Today, we continue in our exploration of the book of James. And we are now at the last chapter of this book of James. The Bible is our roadmap. And I pray that the Lord will minister to me and minister to you through the reading of today. We are reading James chapter 5. We are reading from verse 1 to verse 6. James 5, 1 to 6. And this is an instruction to the rich, instruction to the well-to-do people. People who have what it takes to take care of their needs. The rich are the people, anyone who is able to take care of their needs. To be rich, you don't have to have abundance of wealth. To be rich simply means that you are in that position where you have enough, where you have what it takes to take care of your basic needs and your major needs. You don't depend on anybody. You are rich in your own capacity. This instruction is for majority of us how we must react in our position of riches. And is he talking about being humble? Being humble is talking about humility. It's talking about having considerations for the feeling of other people around us, having compassion towards the less privileged, paying your workers what they are due, not using people as slaves and making them feel like they are nobody. Come now, you rich people, weep and wail over the misery that are coming to you. This message is targeted at the rich during the time of Apostle James who were oppressive in nature. The rich who were using their riches to oppress people. They were using their riches to attack the work of God, to frustrate the work of God. Your wealth is rained and your clothes are moth eaten. Your silver and gold are corroded and their corrosion will be a witness against you and will eat your flesh like fire. You store up treasure in the last days. Look, the pay that you withheld from the workers who ripped your feet cry out and the outcry of the harvesters 
have reached the ears of the Lord of hosts. You have lived luxuriously on the land and have indulged yourself. You have fattened your heart for the day of slaughter. You have condemned. You have murdered. You, you have murdered the righteous man. He does not resist. During the time of Apostle James, there were some rich people who were using their riches to oppress people. They had workers working in their farm, working in their barns, but they are not being paid. They have their children being well taken care of. They have money that belongs to other people being used to fund their luxurious life. They have private jets. They have palaces. They have presidential seats and all that. And Apostle James is talking to them because some of them were also in the church. Some of these people were also among the Christians. And they were not using their riches to support the work of God. They were not using their riches to push the gospel of Christ. They were using their riches rather to antagonize the gospel, to force people to become weak in their participation in the spreading of the gospel. Because if you are a rich Christian who employed other Christians and you are not paying their salary, what are you trying to do? You are stopping them from participating in the spreading of the gospel. This warning was not limited to the rich during the day of Apostle James because what was happening those days is still happening in our days. Funny enough, most of our politicians who are in the position of power, they are practicing Christians. They are churchgoers. They are people who professes to be Christians. They profess to be followers of Christ. On the day of their swearing in, they use the Bible to swear them in. On the day that they took their oath of office, it was a promise unto the people, the promise unto God that they made in the presence of their own nation. But as soon as they get to that position of power, they begin to have mass wealth for themselves. We also have the rich in our society Though it is not their fault that there are so many poor people, it's not their fault. But what we have to understand is that when you pray for divine resources to be released unto you, one of the main reasons why God is giving you those resources is that so that you can become a bridge for other destinies to come out of their poverty to come out of their problem. We have the rich who have people that are struggling very close to them. And you have the abundance, you have the capacity, you have the will with that to alleviate this person, give him a job and pay his salary regularly. Give him a contract. This person is a faithful person. This person has been with you, has been around you, 
for 15 years, for 20 years, for 10 years, for 5 years. You have tested their faithfulness. You, you have seen that they are not with you because of what you, you, they can get from you. They just love you and they see probably a father figure in you or they see a mother figure in you or they see an uncle in you. But you can identify that they are struggling. Struggling to feed their family. They are loyal to you. They defend you. You send them on errands. Whatever it is that you send them to do, they do it for you because of their loyalty for you. And you have the capacity. But instead of you investing in those people, you invest in frivolities. You party, you buy luxurious watches, you, you go on trips, you do things. Yes, nobody says you don't go on trip. Nobody says you don't spend your money the way you like. But there is a reason why God brings some people into your life. There is a reason why God brings some people into your life. And one of those, those reasons is so that you may be a bridge to bring them out of their hardship and bring them into the level of abundance that God has created for them. So there is a curse on the riches, the rich who closes their eyes on the voice of the poor. The Bible says in the book of Proverbs, anyone who closes his ear to the cry of the poor, a day is going to come, he is going to cry, and nobody will hear him. That is a curse. So when you deliberately withhold the salary of your worker, you are cursed. When you deliberately close your eyes on the needs that God is pointing the need of this person to you. And you just shut your kindness and your goodness, you shut it down, irrespective of what they have done to you. Let me tell you, there are people, there are good people, good and nice people, good-hearted people who have been ravished and ravaged by poverty. And some of them are losing their faith. Some of them are getting involved in things that somebody who is nice, who is a Christian, who is a child of God, should not get involved in because they want to come out of poverty. And you have the capacity. Sometimes all it takes is for you to just pay your tithe, to support that struggling ministry. You are in that ministry and you are being blessed in that ministry. You can see the word of God is being taught in that ministry. All it takes is just for you to support that ministry financially in a little way that God will empower you. But most times we shut the door of our heart to the needs of such place. You are around that widow. You see her, she's struggling to take care of her children. All it takes for you is just for you to even get them one breakfast, one money, to ease their stress. God put you in that place for a reason. Why are people so heartless? Why are people so heartless? And the 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 graceful-hearted people, 
they lack the capacity, they lack the enablement to be able to do more for people. I remember our church was still very small, our church was still growing when we started SPEC. SPEC was an initiative that I sat down with our church accountant then and we developed this initiative. It is some sort of scholarship that is streamlined and tailored to meet the need, the present need of our immediate church members then. We're talking of 2014, 2015, 2016, 2017, 2018, and 2019. We stopped in 2019 because we, we didn't have the fund to continue. The first one was launched on the February of 2015 when we celebrated our first year anniversary the first year anniversary of Grace Grant then. We had close to 12 students, university students, foreign students and local students who were assisted, little assistance, not much, but that little assistance helped some of them, gave them hope help some of them to even gain access to be able to write their exam because those days the school refused to allow them to write the exam sometimes because of the spec i get to go to the university for our church members and go and stand in the gap put my name in line for them to be allowed to write exam so that the, our next scholarship we can drop a check at the school the church was small. Our church building has not even been completed. Our, we don't have any proper instrument. As at that time, the instruments we were using in church were borrowed. I remember one young man who volunteered. He's a keyboardist, Isaac Sat. Wherever you are, if you are listening to this, I still remember your goodness in the church. Isaac Sat, he has a band. He brought all his machine brought his keyboard to the church to be used by the church. We didn't even have any instrument as at the time we were doing this. We set up a benevolence fund which were being collected every Sunday from the one one city that people contributed in the church to the benevolence fund. And then we go out to source for support from individuals. I remember Balm of Joy supported us. Balm of Joy Foundation was the first foundation to support us with respect. A big shout out to Balm of Joy. I cannot forget some of the passion that we had as a church to support our people. Why is it that today's church, the pastors are just interested in how to take care of themselves. The ministry, the work of God is not for you to take care of yourself. If you do the work of God, at the appointed time of God, God will take care of you. That is how I was trained. That is what I know. That's what I know. 
And I even had pastors who were laughing at me that time that, oh, all these things that you were doing, none of these people will remember you when they graduate. For heaven's sake, I was not doing it for them to remember me when they graduate. I was doing it because it was the present need of the church. Because there was recession. There was recession in Nigeria. There was recession in Ghana. A lot of students, the parents could not do anything, even feeding fee. They could not give their children. The church stepped in and were able to do the little we can do. We introduced breakfast. During the same period, we introduced breakfast from the church. So Sunday morning, we served breakfast. Not because we wanted people to come to our church to come and eat breakfast. Because we knew that was the need that the, the, the people of the church had. And the purpose of the church is to be able to provide. We had volunteers who provide items for the breakfast every Sunday morning. And we had a lot of our students who were members of the church then being refreshed, being happy, and they were serving God. Sometimes we take offering and tithe, and we use the offering and the tithe to offset the debt we incurred from serving breakfast. Today I give glory to Almighty God. I give glory to Almighty God. None of the people who benefited from this in 2014, 2015, 2016 to 2019, none of them dropped out of their school. Majority of them graduated. Though it wasn't easy, but they graduated. It is also good. Let me not let me not uh, underestimate what some of the pastors told me. It is also good. You church people. I pray you are all listening to this. When a church is genuine and a church is investing in the life of its people, it is also important for you to remember the stone where you were hewn from. It is not a taboo for you to come back to the church and say, the Lord has blessed me and I have a job. I'm not abroad. Some of them are very close. Some of these students are still very close to me. Few of them. I can say about four or five to six of them, they are still very close to me. They still call me father. They have gone. Some of them graduated in 2016, 2017, 2019. They've all gone all over the world. I appreciate God for their life. But it is also very important for you to remember the stone where you were hewn from. Because I know if God didn't position the church as at the time you needed the support, as at that time, your life will never remain the same. I knew people who wanted to commit suicide because of the inabilities of them to be able to pay school fees. Now you are out there in the world. God has blessed you. You have forgotten how you got to where you are today. And you can't even look back. You can't even look back. We had people who were 
even poor who were so down. They came to the church for prayers and God opened the door for them. So as a pastor, I'm pouring out my heart today and I just pray that you all will listen with a matured mind. God is watching majority of us. Does it mean, could it be that the reason why God is not blessing some of our people, some of us, is because we refuse to do the right thing by God and by our heart. You forget the people who support you. You forget the people who stood by you. And you even turn to become their enemy. I'm saying this thing today because it hurts sometimes. You need to remember how you got to where you are. Though whatever support we give was very little. Remember, even if you don't even remember the church, even if you don't even remember the pastor, even if you can't say, okay, pastor, I want to send you this. You are my father. I want to take care of you. I want to do this. God is taking care of me. You have to also remember that there could be other people in the church who may be in the same position, in the same condition you were when the church stepped in, when the people of the church contributed money for you. What are you doing? to support those people, to lift them up. The problem is that majority of us, we become self-centered, self-focused, then we pursue our own self-gains. And when God turns on you, that's when you remember the church. I had people who I hope you forgive me, but I'm saying all these things for you to understand that a lot of pastors are going through a lot. Genuine men of God are going through a lot that we are not talking about. Men of God, some have gotten their marriage scattered because of the church. There's no support coming from anywhere. Nobody even cares if the pastor eats if his children eat, because he does not ask. But the flamboyant ones, the one who deceives people with fake prophecies, the one who manipulates people and collects their money, those are the people our people love to go and give to. Because they assume that the person has some level of breakthrough and they want to tap into that breakthrough. Why don't you tap to your source? And remember your source. My Bible says something. A stream, a river that forgets the stream will dry up. It is not my prayer that you will dry up. And I must commend each and every one of you that are doing your part, checking on the pastors. You are no longer in the church due to graduation. Somebody like me, I still have people who left the church in 2015, not because of fight. Some left because of misunderstanding with some people in the church. But they still reach out. Man of God, how are you doing? How is ministry in Ghana? How is everything? 
And we have people that God has placed them in a position of authority, gave them enough financial resources for them to be able to look back and elevate the situation of the church. Let me tell you something. God blessed you so that you can be a blessing to your church. Be a blessing to everyone around you. What I'm saying today, you may interpret it the way you like, but check your heart. Wherever you are that you are listening to me today, check your heart. Are you supporting those people who supported you in the past? No matter what happened between you, maybe someone close to them insulted you. Someone close to them fought you. And you got offended. Always remember the good the person did for you. And I'm directly speaking to a lot of people that God has used my ministry for. That you refuse to look back. It is time for you to look back and help the ministry where God built you from. Where God blessed you from. We need your help. We need your help. Grace Ground needs your help. Financial help. I'm not talking about prayer. Yes, we need your prayer. Pray for us. But we need your financial support. We have a lot of plans. We have a lot of plans for the church. We want to go on outreach. Outreach to the north. Outreach to the regions. Where demons are, are taking care of people. Destroying lives. But we cannot fly on the Holy Ghost wing to such places. Check your heart and let God minister to you to support us financially. You can donate to this course. The link are there. The link are there. Go to atevans.life. Go and donate. Sponsor an episode. Make a donation. Go to my Instagram page. Make a donation. I challenge you today to remember the impact of grace ground in your life. And ask yourself if you will allow God to use you to keep the ministry going. I mean, I don't ask, but I'm asking now that we need your help. We need your help. We need your financial help. We need your prayers to pray for us. But it is money we need to finance the work of God. To take care of our representatives in South Africa, in Kenya, in Uganda. To support them. To buy internet subscription for them. For them to be able to manage their groups. To support the pastors in the church. Support the building of the church. Support the spread of the gospel. I pray that the Holy Spirit will, will touch your heart. We need new tools, a new laptop, new microphones to continue to record the message. We have bigger plans for the ministry to go all over the world. But we can't do that without your support. Let the Holy Spirit touch you so that 
heaven can open over you. Heaven can smile on you. When you direct your giving to a place where it is truly needed, you connect to heaven directly and the blessing will come to you in the mighty name of Jesus. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. I'm unapologetic about what I've said today. So if it offends you, God bless you. This podcast is proudly brought to you by our anchor partners. You can become a member through these three major channels. Visit at at underscore events on Instagram. Select view shop. Choose between donate or sponsor an episode. Visit at events missions on Facebook. Select shop. Choose between donate or sponsor an episode. Visit at events life. Choose donate or sponsor an episode. When you sponsor an episode, we will give you a shout out. And when you also donate, we will also give you a shout out and send our prayers to you. It is very important that we all contribute whatever we can to the spread of the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ. Thanks for listening to today's message. Please share with your family and friends. Follow me on Instagram at at underscore events. I'm also on TikTok at at underscore events. I'm on YouTube at 80 Evans Missions. See you in the next episode.